Welcome to another special How We Win mini-pod. All over the country, ordinary people are doing extraordinary things. We'll hear what's happening in the field, even if the field is your living room. The best antidote to anxiety is action. Yep, and for our mini-show, we're asking two important questions, how people got started, and what they're doing now. Today, we're going to hear from Lisa Herrick, PhD, the clinical psychologist who became politically activated in 2016 when Trump was elected, just like me. She founded a powerhouse volunteer group in Washington, D.C., 31st Street Swing Left, in February 2017. Now, it's a group of almost a thousand members. 31st Street has been part of the successful effort to turn Virginia blue last year and since 2017 has raised over $2.5 million for campaigns. That's incredible. Unbelievable. I'm Steve Pearson. And I'm Mariah Craven. And And this this is is How How We We Win, Win, the mini pod. Lisa, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Absolutely. I'm excited. Okay, first of all, what was your first volunteer experience and what propelled you into action? How'd that feel? My first volunteer experience in politics was holding a swing left house party in um, January of 2017. Never, never done anything in politics before that. Um, I'm a psychologist and just uh, had been, you know, friends with, married to people in politics, but not (laughs) all that interested in myself. How did you end up at that party? I held the party. Um, I was just um, like many people in complete devastated terror despair after Trump's election and um, just was feeling miserable and was tooling around on Facebook and saw an invitation from something called Swing Left. I guess it was pretty new. It sort of described what their deal was. And it said, um, we're just going to try to flip districts. That's all we're going to try to do. Figure out the closest district to you. Put in your zip code. I did that. Um, the district was very close by in Northern Virginia. And um, it said, so hold a house party. Invite people. Um, you can invite people right here and we'll send you everything you need to have a house party. And I just figured, well, um, how hard could it be? So <laughs> I put my name in and I signed up for a Sunday afternoon and um Completely forgot about it. And about three weeks later, got a message from Swing Left saying, these 30 people are coming to your house on Sunday. Oh, my gosh. Um, And here's the sign up sheet. And this is what you're supposed to do. And that was the beginning. Um, That it wasn't 31st Street at that point. It was just a house party with people trying to figure out what the heck to do. But um, that was the beginning. That was the first thing I'd ever done. Well, you and I have a very, very similar kind of identical story because that's how I got involved too, was throwing a house party out here in Los Angeles for Swing Left. Your group has grown and has done amazing things, including, is this right? You have raised over $2.5 million for various campaigns since 2017. That is correct. We have raised $1.1 million since January 2020. Oh my gosh. I know. It's kind of amazing. I think everything's accelerating as people become more terrified. Uh, do you have any secrets for us? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do have a few secrets. Um, they're not really secrets. They feel really um, obvious, but um, we just sort of happened upon them. I think one is um, to have a um, somebody in the group who is really good at figuring out strategy. 
of what what to do. And we have that person. We have Jim Shelton, who was a, is a retired epidemiologist, and he just had it in his in in his head that you know it, let's let's not just flip districts. Let's analyze the districts. Let's analyze mm-hmm. the candidates. Let's get every piece of data we can possibly get. And um, it morphed into. I think this is one of our little secrets is. We created these spreadsheets with, so we decided where to focus. We focused in Virginia in, in the beginning. Um, we later focused on the House. Then we went back to Virginia. And now we're focused on North Carolina and Iowa and Pennsylvania. But basically, he developed this spreadsheet of all the districts, the candidates that you want to support and have all the data in one spreadsheet, like what's their poll number? How much money do they have? You know, hmm. was who won the district, um, you know, way back when? when Hillary was running. Um, so put all this data on one spreadsheet and then put put a link to any videos that they have so that somebody mm-hmm. could just click and watch a video and then put the donation link right there on the spreadsheet. So we created these spreadsheets and we just started disseminating them. Like everybody in the group sent it to everybody they could think of and said, you know, you want to know what to do? Just look at the spreadsheet and donate to these people. And people started doing that. So that was one tip. Um, We just spread that spreadsheet like all over the country. And a lot of people donated through that. And um, then we sort of figured out how to have these fundraising house parties. And to tell you the truth, like COVID has been our friend. We now do them on Zoom. You know, mm-hmm. it used to be like catering and invitations mm-hmm. and what is it going to be on? And now we just do a Zoom link. We get like 150 people from all over the country. We actually have people now like from all over the world and people just zoom in and we have this fundraiser for an hour focused on whatever we're focusing on. We'd have a little PowerPoint on why we're focusing on what we're focusing on and how we're doing it and why we think it's going to be effective and then, you know, donate. And we've had um, 19 house parties since COVID, and we've raised over $500,000 just through those. That's incredible. And not for nothing, having a a retired epidemiologist in your group is probably not a bad thing (laughs) resource right now either. It's good. No, it's good. And he's he's wonderful. And he just supplies a lot of guidance. And... um, you know, I think the other tip I would have, frankly, is to have, and, and again, this is like not a newsflash for anybody who does groups, but to create a group with a lot of cohesion, you know, have meetings, serve bagels, you know, now we have Zoom meetings, have a roundtable, have open discussions. Um, you know, I am not the political strategist in the group. I am really the sort of um, like the mother glue of the group. Like, what do we need to do to keep people involved? What do we need to do? How do we attend to those people? How do we get those people more participating? How do we manage all the leadership, you know, kerfluffles? Um, so that's kind of what I'm bringing to it. Um, but I think that's important. It's like you have to have a working group that likes to be a group. And even though we're now, we actually hit a thousand members last week, which was Mm. a huge, like happy moment. Um, We just still try to create the sense of being in a group and knowing each other. So I think that's also helpful. Well, you starting out uh, not having done any political organizing before and now having this powerhouse group of over a thousand, how does that feel to have made that kind of impact and continuing to do that work? Uh, And what were your expectations when you first started? You know, uh, my expectation was to try to keep my sanity and to, 
have something to do so that I didn't feel hopeless and despairing and frightened and just complain all the time and get sick of my own voice and do nothing. So I think I just hoped that it would help me get through the four years. And then it started to be something and do something. And when we won, you know, helped win 15 seats in Virginia, and then Virginia turned into a blue state, and then we helped you know, get back the house, it just suddenly felt like, oh my gosh, I'm actually like contributing to a a moment in history. And I really have never done that before. I mean, history had kind of moved past me and I wasn't part of it. And I, I feel like I'm part of it. And I feel like with my group, I have power. I'm, I'm powerful because I have my group. Wow. That's really inspiring. Um, uh, is there anything else that you want to share or shout out about 31st Street Swing Left? I guess the only thing I would say is like, we would love to just share everything we th- we know with anybody. Mm-hmm. We have a toolkit for fundraising. We have a toolkit for canvassing, like whenever we can canvass again. But I mean, we've been inventing this wheel ourselves for almost four years, and I think we're we're good at it. And so I just, I just wish people would sort of ask us more often, like, what are you doing to raise all that money? Because we can tell them and then they can do it. And that would be great. Where can people find you if they want to learn more? Well, our website is uh, 31ststreet.org. So 31ststreet. So 31ststreet.org. That's our website. That's the easiest way to find us. Um, so yeah, that's probably the simplest and the most direct route. Great. Well, Lisa, thanks again for joining us and uh, thank you for all the incredible work and dedication that you're putting into this. Amazing. Um, it's so amazing. Well, thank you to Swing Left and thank you for doing this. I think just getting out the word is, is really helpful. How inspiring. I hope that people are motivated after hearing that. And thank you all so much for joining us. Um, If you listen to our regular show, you'll hear all of our calls to action. Just a reminder, the action for this week is to donate to and or share our Senate fundraiser link, swingleft.org slash HWW. We are also in our July subscriber push, so please subscribe if you haven't already. Rate and review on Apple or wherever you get your pods. And then share that link with your friends. Text it to them. That's a great way to do it. Mm -hmm. And don't miss our full show this Wednesday. We'll see you then. Bye.